Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. So this week and next week is what we call Vision Sunday. I've asked many people, you know, and actually was asked to me uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, what are we going to look like in five years? Uh, of course, that, that's kind of always a good thought. And so I've asked many people that question. And, and I just want to share with you uh, kind of uh, what, what it all means, vision, uh, and kind of talk about some things of last year and this year and in the future. Yeah. The Bible says without vision, people perish or they stumble around. People stumble around. You need vision. You know, and everybody's using the term 2020. You know, you want to see 2020 this year. You know, um, 2020 vision. You know, you just need a vision. If you don't have a vision, there's a lot of things that kind of, uh, uh, yeah, it just your life is just not ordered in a way. And so, like, the first thing I want to say is that vision, the first thing vision does is give you direction. You know, in the Old Testament, Abraham... Uh, he got the word from God. He said, the Lord said to Abraham, go, into your, uh, go from your country and your people and your father's household to a land I will show you. Now, now that is the beginning of a call, the beginning of a vision. And, and of course, when, and that gives you direction. And so Abraham started walking in a direction. And in a lot of ways, when he walked, he had no idea where he was going. You know, he had no idea. Like, I know Wes was here. I'm going to ask the question. How many were here in the very first gathering of ICC? How many were here? Raise your hand if you were here the first gathering. Hi. Only two? Do I see only two? I know Ariel was there. Um, how about IFGF? First, first service of IFGF. Anybody? First one? See? So, the, yeah, amen. Looks a little different now, yeah? And I remember when we first started, uh, like, we just, we, we just, we only had one thought, set people free. I'll talk about that in a minute. We had no idea, no idea that this building was going to be here, that we were all going to be together, and this is what's going to happen. As a matter of fact, just so you know, in 1997, in 1996, 1996, I walked the mall with a friend of mine. I walked this mall in 1996, and we both said to each other, it would be amazing if we had a church in this place. 1996. Who would have known, you know? And so vision gives you direction. It gives you at least a way to go. It gives you a a place to start walking, a a place to start going. And when we first started, you know, we just kind of started walking in a direction. God gave us a choice. He said, you can be the the pool of uh, Bethesda where you just call people and say, come and jump in and maybe something happens. Or you can be the river of Ezekiel that goes out and touches everything and everywhere it goes, it brings life. And we chose to be a river and, and, and I'll talk about it later. And, and, and that river is flowing a bit, you know? So vision gives direction. The second thing, vision gives clarity. Now it gives clarity when you walk in it. Okay. So like if Abraham never left his place, eh, that's just a, like, that's a dream. That's kind of nothing. But here, Joseph, if you remember in the Old Testament, Joseph got a vision. He got a dream that he would be the, the ruler over his family. Now, interesting, it says that he would be the ruler over his family. It doesn't say he would be kind of like a ruler over a whole nation. But that's what it was going to. 
So at the beginning, he didn't know that, but later it says, he says, he goes, now I know, don't be afraid. What, what you intended for evil, God meant for good. He set it all up. And so Joseph starts walking in a direction, and even though it's a bit uh, uh, difficult and confusing at times, all of a sudden he gets clarity. And so uh, I would say to you as, as, uh, as part of this community that we've begun to get clarity of what God wants from us. Yeah, from us. There's nothing that you can do to receive salvation. God does it all. But there is something to do. Not for salvation, but for God. He chose you. He picked you out of a crowd. As a matter of fact, before he even did that, I always say this, I've said this before, that God looked down at heaven, down at earth and he saw that the earth was missing something. It was missing a piece. It was missing something that could display a certain part of who he was. It was missing that. So he created you. He created me. And he gave us to the world so that we could display God to the world. We had a purpose from the very beginning when we were born. There's a direction that God has given us. There's giftings and talents and things that he's given us that is, is, help, is, is, is to bring about a vision uh, of him, actually, of him to the world. And not only as an individual, but as a community, God puts us together in a certain way. I'll talk more about this next week. In a certain way, because he has given us a purpose, a vision, a direction And he wants us to walk in it. And as we walk, it will become clearer. I can say this, that during our uh, travels, uh, you know, uh, when we first started this whole mess, I can't say everything was clear. I can't even say everything is clear now, but at least I'm getting more clarity as we walk, as we try to serve God, as we try to give him glory. In life, as you try to give God glory in life, the the vision he's given you will become clearer. And as a community, it's becoming clearer. And then vision gives us not only clarity, but it gives us purpose. Come on, it gives us purpose. Now, several years ago, uh, I would say before we even built this thing and and started growing in, in the way we're growing... I said, I actually spent about two weeks in prayer. I don't know if you've ever done this, but you know, I, I just, God, why, you know, what, what do you want from me? What is it all about, God? What, what is my purpose? What is, what do you have for me? And I remember all of a sudden God spoke this verse to me. He said, after this, uh, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count every uh, nation, tribe, people and languages standing before the throne, before the lamp. And they were wearing white robes and they were holding palm branches in their hand. And they cried out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and unto the lamb. And when I read that, God, I know God spoke to me. He said, that's what I made you for, to bring people together. That's why if you look in the front, you'll say, you know, where people unite. And just after this, uh, that's when I began to talk to uh, IFGF and we kind of sat down and looked at each other and said, why don't we just do this thing together? And then we looked at each other and said, can we do this? Like, I don't know, can we? And then someone told me it was impossible. That's when I knew we were supposed to do it, when someone told me it was impossible. Uh, and then we came together. 
And it, in, in, this, in, this, in this congregation, I, I see there's people from all over the world. Um, anybody here from South America? Anybody here? Raise your hand if you're here from South America. Anybody? No one. No Brazilians? I know we have them. Yeah, amen. Uh, uh, how about North America? Anybody here from North America? Raise your hand. Anybody here from Africa? Amen. Anybody here from Europe? Yep. Anybody here from the Baltics, maybe Russia or something along there, in the Eastern Bloc? Yeah? Okay. Anybody here from Australia? Anybody here from Indonesia? <laughs> how about, uh, how about uh, Singapore? Anybody here from Singapore? Yeah. You realize that's every continent except for Arctic and Antarctica. Every continent is represented in this room today. This is coming true. Not because, like, you know, I don't have... It's not about ego or anything like that. It's about what God calls us to do. And God is calling us as a congregation, as a community, to be a light to the nations. And that's why we have to get along with one another. That's why we're weird. You know, I don't know about you. When I first came over, Indonesians, you guys are weird, man. And then you kind of looked at me and you thought I was weird. And then, and then I, until I met, you know, Chinese, and then I'm like, wow, we're talking really weird. And no, I'm joking. <laughs> you know? And then you, you, you're walking along, and all of a sudden you start hearing an accent, and you're like, where are you from? Uh, from South Africa. Really? Wow, you're different. Australians, come on. You know? Want to hear a joke? Australian joke? I'm going to get in trouble now. All right, here's a joke. Australian joke, ready? Only the Australians will get this, probably. Uh, so an Australian, he walks out of a bar. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. You can use that for Irish as well. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so vision brings purpose. God has given us a purpose. Vision also... Um, a godly vision takes supernatural power to accomplish. I've talked about this many times, how we cannot display God unless we do something outside our comfort zone, outside our own ability, outside of uh, who we are. And, and, and we saw, and when, that, when, when you do those kind of things, that's when you see God's miracles. You really can't see God's miracles unless it's outside of your ability. Impossible to see God's miracle. Unless it's outside of your ability. You know, like, I mean, I've seen... Deaf ears open. I didn't do anything. I, I can't do that. But through the journey of trying to do what God wants us to do, trying to uh, fulfill the vision, we see miracles. And that's the fun thing. And not only that, we need miracles in order to fulfill uh, the mission. You know? Uh, and so this is part of our vision. And so I want a, I want a godly vision. I want one. I want a vision so big, so big that there's no way we can do it. How many pray more when they're in the place of impossibility? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to get there first. You got to get to the place of impossibility. You know, you don't pray as much about your money. If you've got, you know, a billion in it, but if you don't have, if you only have like, you know, a juta left, you start praying, don't you? God, I need your help. You've got to get to those places. 
I remember telling this story we were, when we were doing one of the art centers we did here years ago. And, and I had no, we had no more money left. And I said, we got no more money. And my friend says, that's great. That's awesome. I'm like, what? Because that's like, that's, that's God's magic words. That's what she said. She goes, those are magic words to God. I'm like, oh, we have no money? Yeah, that's magic words. And it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And a friend of mine from New York calls me, which means 2 in the morning. Very unique voice. He called me on my cell phone. I'm like, Louis, how'd you get my cell phone number in Indonesia? Because it doesn't matter. I woke up. God said I had to send you some money. You know, he paid for the stuff we needed. God will do miracles as we walk in his vision, as we try to do something great for him. You know, I, I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again, and I can't jump with these shoes on. Okay. You know? When I pray for my brother here, you know, when I pray for him, you know, I give God a problem, right? That's the whole, that's the whole goal of a prayer, is to give God a problem. And God does not have a problem with that problem. Can I get an amen? You might not catch this, but God's not like, all of a sudden I start praying for Wes, and God doesn't, he's not up there going, oh no, oh no, what am I going to do? Oh myself, oh myself. He's not, he's not going to, never mind, you didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, oh myself. Anyways, uh, so he doesn't get nervous about these things. Matter of fact, here's the question. The question is, is God, it's not, is God boring? The question is, is God bored with you? What do I mean? Is he bored with you? Like, he, does, is he sitting there? And he, excuse me, Wes, you happen to be sitting in the front row. Is he, is he up there and an angel comes to him and says, hey, how's Wes doing? He goes, ah, I gave him all that stuff like, you know, 10 years ago. He, he hasn't really used it all yet, so I don't really need to give him anything else. And he's bored with Wes because, you know. Or is he like always like listening because Wes is always out and you know, out of his comfort zone, going, God, I need you. God, I'm following the vision. God, I'm so far outside myself. You know what I mean? So is he bored with you? I don't want him to be bored with us as a, as a, as a community. I don't want him to be bored with us. I, I, want, him, I, I want him to, to, I want him to be tired of us. Tired of us calling on him tired of us, you know, doing something crazy where he goes, oh no, I got to send my angels again. That's what I want. Amen. I guess I'm the only one that says amen to that. And then also vision brings people together. You can't accomplish things alone. You, you can't do it. It's impossible. You know, when Abraham got his call, you know, he started out alone. Actually, he didn't even start out alone. He took Lot with him. But then later, you know, in, in Genesis 17, he says, I'm going to make, you know, like, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a family larger than the sands of the sea. Why? Because there's a big task to be done. And so you need more than just one person. He never really, very seldom, except for the cross of Jesus Christ, there really isn't too many places where he works alone with one person. It starts with one, but then it ends up with many. And that's what happens with a vision. As, you know, well, let me just say it this way. The, the, the vision doesn't really change. It just grows in its ability to be accomplished. Does that make sense? 
the, the vision doesn't really change. It needs to stay central. And, and for those that don't know it, uh, our vision here at ICC IFGF is people, setting people free. There is nothing else. My heart's desire is to see people lifted, the burdens lifted off of them through the power of Jesus Christ. I see them lifted and, and set free. There's nothing better. There is nothing. If you have burdens today, if you have sadness today, uh, I don't know why you didn't get prayer, but if you come afterwards, we'll give you more prayer. We'll set you free. We've seen people delivered, all kinds of things. And so the vision will grow, but it will always be the same central theme. And for us, when we started out, we started out with 27 people. And we started doing some crazy stuff. But we're able to do a lot more now than we were back then. But the, theme, the, 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 the vision hasn't changed. We just want to see people set free. Every tribe of every nation, of every language, coming together, wearing white robes, with palm branches in their hands. By the way, they wave those palm branches. And they're shouting to him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb, be glory and honor and blessings. And that's what God desires for us. And we want to see that happen throughout all the world. I believe that we can have an impact to the whole world. I remember when we stopped just uh, a, a, a while ago, we stopped doing some of the live feeds. We're going to go back to them. But I remember we, we, we stopped and we got, like a, we got an email from some small country in Africa and said, please don't stop those. We've been enjoying those. A church has been watching us in Africa that we didn't know about. You never know who you're influencing, but you've got to follow the vision. It grows. And I want you to be a part. Uh, how, did, how did Jessica say it in the first gathering? You can't build something that you're not a part of. That's how she said it. I like the way she said that. That's really good. I was like, I'm stealing that from my sermon. Thank you, Pastor Jessica. Glad she spoke in the first gathering. You can't build something you're not a part of. So then you come across verses as we do this uh, vision thing. You come across this verse, and, and I'm going to close very quickly here, but um, sometimes you come across verses that just speak exactly to the situation. And so I want to read that. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. It says, Here is my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. Last year, you were the first and who wanted to give but the uh, and you were the first to begin doing it now finish what you started finish what you started uh, if you've been with us at any length of time then that's what god is calling us to do to finish what we've started and and we never talk about this As a matter of fact i get yelled at because we don't talk about these things but i just want to share with you a few things that that we've done over this year and maybe a couple, you know, maybe the year before, but, but mostly this year. I mean, we, I don't know if you know that, but we've, we've, we've done, we've, we've, we've helped hundreds in our medical clinics this year. Hundreds. Uh, we have a free medical clinic here twice a month and we do outreaches of medical clinics. I don't know how many we did this year and we, we do them all free. Hundreds of people being touched and given free medicine and getting healed. We saw a blind person get their sight back. How'd you like that? How would you like to be the one praying for that? Then come and join us. Yes, I yelled. Oh, I want to be, I want to see that. Well, stop. Get 
involved. Duh. I, I mean, I've seen deaf ears open, blind eyes open, lame people walk, you know, elbows healed, backs healed. I mean, uh, cancer, cancer gone. I've seen all of that. I haven't always been the one praying, but I've been with them and all of a sudden it happens. That's exciting. And I'm not the anointed one. The anointed one anointed us. Amen? So, and then, you know, we've been in, I don't know, 10, 20 schools. Uh, we've done disaster relief programs. We do now, we're doing deeper studies. And, and we started uh, ministering now to almost every generation. We even have the, the golden age, which I love is happening. I, if you, if you want to be a part of that, it's wonderful. Uh, we sent out our first missionary out of the country this year. That's the first of many. Uh, we, we've, uh, we do a Banjar ministry where we use English and we've touched like over the years, hundreds of kids and like the parents have given us permission to use the Bible to teach English. They sign a paper so we don't get in trouble. I love it. And so they, they learn, you've seen them up here. They're actually, you know, singing songs of Jesus and stuff. It's wonderful. College ministries. Now we started a transforming life center that is now going to be taking off. And we're seeing people get delivered and set free from demonic and, and other uh, problems. I mean, this is, this is, yeah. We've done road trips and summer missions. We've been to like, I don't know how many different uh, uh, places. And we've seen some miracles happen. That's when I saw deaf ears open. I mean, it was three ladies. And, and one lady had a back problem. The other lady had a knee problem. The other play, lady was deaf. And so I prayed for the back problem. And all of a sudden, she starts jumping around. And I pray for the knee. And she, she starts running around. And I pray for the deaf. And she starts laughing. I can hear. I can hear. Yeah. Let's see, where am I? Now we have organizations now being a part. Ravi organizations coming in. We had Ravi here and, and uh, now we have them being partnering with us. We, we actually had the Department of Health call us. Did you know that? They just called us the other day. Uh, they said, how did you get into that bonchar up in this place that we go to? Because we have full permission to go there and pray in the name of Jesus. They said, we've been trying for years to get into that village. Can we help you? Sure you can. And we have other places we'd like you to go. Sure, we'll go. It's amazing. We, 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 we're now doing training workshops for marriage and kids. And you'll hear a minute and, and becoming whole month, inner healing, deliverances. We do all those workshops now. They're all part of who we are. We, we're building, uh, we, we have uh, a community in Lombok that we are a part of now. Actually, a couple of them that we minister in. Uh, where there's uh, people from other faiths that we get a chance to talk to and love on. And then, and that's not even this, that's not to mention the, the hundreds of juta that we give out and helps. And I haven't even talked about, you know, the prayer team or the worship team or all those other things that we do. Because to me, outward focus is the most important. Outward focus is everything. That's where we need to be. In here, you're safe. Out there, they need us. Can I get an Amen. Amen. We got to go out, going out, going out. It's time to be the river of Ezekiel. Go out and bring life to everything we touch. So I have two minutes to finish what I've got 10 minutes to speak on. (laughs) What has God called us, our community? What has he called us to finish? Okay. I haven't done a lot of running around today. Sticking close to my notes. 
There's a responsibility that we have been given. First, to set people free. I want to tell a story. I know that my brother is here. I told him I was going to tell this story because to me it's amazing. When we first began to uh, kind of get involved in saying we're going to build this crazy building, we had, uh, I don't know, maybe 130 people when we first decided we were going to build this building. Uh, no money, a little bit of money. And, uh, and, and this guy, a friend of mine, kept saying, you will be the Antioch of Bali and Indonesia. You'll be the Antioch. He kept saying, you'll be the Antioch. He kept saying that to me. And that, what that means is we're going to be a training center where people come and we train them and we send them out. That's, that's really what it, it, it's talking about. And then, you know, so we're cruising along. And this year was one of the years I said, I really want to build a training center this year. This is the year I really want to do it. And I was sitting with a friend of mine talking and and uh he said what do you want to do and i said hey i really think we need to build a training center we need come on we got this place it's time to do it it's time to build something so we send people god gave me a vision a while ago that there's fire here in bali and and arrows of fire were going out all around the world all around indonesia and uh he started laughing he said hey well it's funny because this afternoon i'm i'm sitting with my people because we have a training center and we just don't know where to put it and i said well we have a place do you know what the name of his organization is? Antioch. God can't get more specific in telling us what God is calling us to do. And so in faith, I believe we're going to start that this year. We're going to work hard at doing it. We're going to try our best to start it this year. We want to see people all around the world being touched for Jesus, getting set free, getting healed, and most of all, getting saved. That's what God has called us to do. Can I get an amen? amen? And so I believe this place will become a center where organizations from all around the world, it's already started, CBSI and now uh, Ravi's, now, now uh, Antioch, and, and I believe others. I just got done talking to another organization that wants to have some things here, and, and, and I just keep saying, as long as we can pay the electricity, we're going to keep doing it. All around the world. We have it all around the world. God has called us to a big task. It's time we start sending missionaries out. Second thing is, I, I hope we can build a culture of prayer and healing in our community. Would you just do me a favor, please? I pray to God. I'm, I'm going to start fasting and praying for this. I, as a matter of fact, I just said it, so I will do it. Stop waiting for someone else to go out and pray for people during our gatherings. Just look around and start praying for people. Just walk up to, I've never seen anybody refuse. They're almost, they're almost shameful to refuse. So you walk up and say, can I pray for you? It just happened. It was so beautiful. Just look around. I don't have any power. You have the king of kings inside you. I think you got a little bit. You can't do it anyways. God will do it. Be amazed at what will happen when you start praying. I want people to walk in. As a matter of fact, I got one of the gathering. I'm, I'm after you. You know who you are. Because this morning I said, how are you doing? She goes, oh, not, she said, good. And then later she was walking away and she kind of mumbled, not too good. I'm like, I'm coming after you. Time to pray for her. We need to pray for everybody. We want to have a culture of prayer and healing. Finally, I, I got to share this. So um, we started something a year ago. It's almost exactly with this verse. And I need to share it with you. Uh, a year ago we finished, well, we didn't finish. But we, we stopped 
and the reason, there was a reason we stopped. Uh, we raised uh, 80% of what we needed for this building a year ago. And, and I stopped because I said, man, we can't keep going. We, we just can't, can't keep pushing. So this whole year, we haven't even talked about anything. Matter of fact, we stopped taking offerings. <laughs> we just said, there's a box, put it in. And God is taking care of us. But we have to start, uh, we have to finish the 20% that we still owe on this building. Now, just so you know, someone outside of this body, only meeting me twice, said, I will let you have the 20% and you pay me back in two years, no interest. So we got a blessing. I mean, that's a miracle, man. And you guys are amazing. We've raised so much money. Uh, and we're, now we're just 20% away. And so next month, we're going to start a finish the task fundraising. Oh, did I set you up for that? Yup, I did. Yes, because we need it. And we will have it happen. Because we will see people saved, delivered, and sent out all around the world. That's what I believe. God didn't give us this for nothing. And as a matter of fact, if he gave it to us for just sitting here on Sunday morning, woe to us. Woe to us. So I'm going to start that next, uh, next month. And if, if, you, if you're a first-time visitor here, you'll know. You ask anybody. We don't talk a lot about money here ever. Very seldom. But I had to today because we have two years to raise the $3 billion that we need to finish. Which is really nothing compared to what we raised in two and a half years. So I'm very confident that it'll happen. As a matter of fact, I believe overflow. Um, but I thank God that that person gave it to us because... I needed it by the end of 2019 and we didn't have it because I didn't want to ask you guys because I said, man, you guys have given enough, but you rested for a year. Now it's time for us to finish the task, finish the task, not just, not just the money, finish the task, the responsibilities that God has given us. There's a verse in Philippians. I'm going to ask that you put it up a verse in Philippians. Yeah. And it's, it uses the word I, but I'm going to ask that we, 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 we change the word to we. Um, I think God will allow me to do that in this situation. Um, and I never, for those who don't know, and those who know me, I never read together out loud because I'm like dyslexic, so I really struggle to read together with people. But I'm going to ask you all to stand. And if you'd like, I'd like us all to read this verse together in harmony. And saying that we're united to do this. Now, if you don't want to read it because you're not in it, that's fine. I, you know what? I respect that. I respect someone that says, Jesus says, be hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm, man. Don't fake it. So if you'd like to read this together, we're going to use the word we instead of I. Um, and we're going to read it as a, as a way of saying, you know what? We're going to finish the task. Can I get an amen? Let's read together. I'm going to kind of mumble, like, because I, I, I really, I struggle so hard to read out loud. So, ready? One, two, three. No, dear brothers and sisters, we have not achieved it. But I, yeah. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, we press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Father, each one of us has been given talents and abilities, Lord God. And Lord, those talents and abilities are for our families, for our loved ones, for even our own well-being. But Lord God, they're also given 
to fulfill a task, a, 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 a vision that you've given uh, the community. So Lord, together we say we will finish the task. We thank you for this wonderful blessing of mercy and grace that you've given us. We thank you for everything you've done. Lord, our prayer is to see our family, our children, our neighbors, our friends, those who have never heard the gospel. Lord God, Bali, Entete, all of Indonesia. Lord, we want to see people set free in you, Lord God, celebrating life and goodness. Give us strength and power to fulfill it. In Jesus' name, amen.